Hey, welcome back to the Faith in Five podcast. This is Pastor Gary Click of the Fremont Baptist Temple, and I am so honored that you are joining me today. Yes, just me. I am all by myself today, but I'm so glad that you are here with me. And of course, Jesus is here with me. And so uh, not in the flesh. Uh, I can't wait for that day, but he is definitely here. And so it's just you, me, Jesus, and whoever's in the car or in the house or wherever you're listening to uh, this podcast with, with you. I hope that you will like and subscribe to this podcast. And I hope that it is truly a blessing to you today. Today, we find ourselves in the book of Romans, and we're in Romans 8, verse 31. And uh, I was just looking at this after I did uh, the prior podcast. We talked briefly about Romans 8, 28, and John Gehring and I had done that one uh, ourselves. And uh, it says here in verse 31, which is sort of a follow-up on, you know, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, who are the called according to his purpose. In verse 31, it says, what shall we say, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Just think about that thought for a moment. So, you know, he's saying, listen, all things work together for good. And by the way, that verse was not written for the good times. You know, we can easily see God's will and God's hand when things are working out perfectly for us. Who can't? You know, uh, even the atheist could almost see that. But we, when we go through struggles, when we're, when we're in that downtime, when we're suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, when, when it seems like the world is against us, how do we see God's will in that? It's hard. The only way we see God's will in that is through the lens and through the eyes of faith. And he says this, uh, when, when people are all against you, and we've all been there, we've all been in that place where feels like no one likes us, everyone hates us, we can't do anything right. But Paul says this, he says, if God be for us, who can be against us? You know, that's a rhetorical question. You know, Paul had experienced a lot of difficulties in his life. Remember, you know, Paul had been a very prominent citizen, a leader, in fact, a Pharisee of the Pharisees. And guess what? He kind of lost his gig. He lost that job when he became a Christian. And the guy who was the chief persecutor soon became the chief of the persecuted. And uh, he was sought after. He was whipped. He was beaten. He was thrown in prison. He was stoned to death, literally. And I believe God brought him back from the dead from that situation. And uh, everywhere he went, there were mobs that just wanted to destroy him. And, you know, he did not give in to the peer pressure. He did not give in to the hate that was, you know, cast upon him, the people who would spit in his face and the people would, who would call him a God hater when indeed he was a servant of the most high God. And, and Paul says here, he says, he says, if God be for us, you know, I think Paul's making this personal first. If God be for me, who can be against me? And I wanted you to know that the same truth is there for you. He goes on in verse 32 and he says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? You know what he's saying here is, listen, God gave you the very best. He gave you his son, Jesus. He didn't even spare him for you, for when it came to you. He said he spared not his own son. He let Jesus Christ die on the cross. He let him go through all that suffering and all that shame and all that 
those horrendous things that happened on the cross, he didn't spare Jesus from that. Remember, Jesus said, Father, if it would be possible, let this cup pass from me. You know what the Father said? It's not possible. No. And you know, Jesus said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be, but thine be done. And so he says, if he would give you his very own son, what else, what is there that he would withhold from you? God is going to make sure that you have every good thing that you need. Now, that doesn't mean every good thing that you have greed for. He gives us our needs, not our greeds. He gives us what's best for us, not our wish list. And God has done that for us. And so I hope you'll take heed to that today. If God be for you, who can be against you? You can stand up to all those hateful thoughts, comments, whatever it is. Hey, please tune in tomorrow for the Faith in Five broadcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. Send us your thoughts at info at faithinfive.org.